What's going on, everybody? This is Ezra McNeil from Real Talk with Ezra. It's been a while. Yes, I know. Last episode was June 2nd. Now is August, well, July 2nd, excuse me. Now is August 22nd. I apologize. Uh, I had to get back to school, and now I'm officially back at Virginia State University. So shout out to Fast for finally getting me validated, but that's another conversation. Um, I'm not on this episode by myself. We're still doing the Mommy Knows Best Summer series. Hey, Mom. Hey, Ezra. So uh, she's not with me right now in Virginia. She's she's still in New York. Um, And we were trying to get the app to do like a live recording from both places, but the services was messed up. So we are, I'm using two phones right now, but hey, hey, the grind don't stop. And the message will, will never not get out. So, Mom, you hear me? Yes, dear. So the other day, we were having a conversation um, that was involving myself and my stepfather about, uh, you know, well, we'll talk about it later. Um, but the conversation of the day or the topic of the day is integrity and character. So I'm going to tell the people what the definitions are, although they might know it, um, but just to give them a, a clear description. And then we could just go and speak about what you feel as though, you know, integrity and character is. All right. Absolutely. OK, so character, which is a noun, according to Webster's, is the mental and moral qualities distinctive to an individual and integrity. It is the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles or moral uprightness. Um, some of the synonyms for character is personality, nature, disposition, temperament, temper, or mentality. And for integrity, some of the synonyms are honesty, uprightness, probity, rectitude, honor, and honorableness. So, Mom, um, what do you feel like, what do you describe integrity and character as? I would prefer to, um, in this particular portion, talk about the thing that is the opposite of all of that because we lack totally honor, we lack integrity, we lack honesty, um, whereas we have made those things the most popular things in society today. So actually having character, having integrity, having role um, doesn't seem to be the... Um, assessment of humanity. We are a society that likes to do things in a depraved way. It's the more heinous it is, the more it's celebrated. Mm. And so that's more of a concern for me and for uh, your generation, for me, for your generation, than anything else. Um, thus, our conversation. Um, because I saw some things and some attributes in you in a twofold manner, um, you know, as your mother and as your pastor as well. Because you were doing, you did something that, you know, a mother would say, oh, no, my child wouldn't do that. Um, but I was part of what, you know, fitting what you did. And it pretty much pissed me off as a mother. And then, you know, as a pastor, it's like, okay, we're, did this spiritual component come in and creep into your life where I've tried to share with you 
on how to be watchful and careful on the integrity and the morality compass of everything that you do. Yes, it's great that, let me let me backtrack. When I was saying about the depravity of things and how we have celebrated depravity, you know, because we've gotten to a point where we have become thinkers of being more, thinking of ourselves more highly than we should, if you will. It's one thing to celebrate our successes, our great things that we do, that's great and wonderful, but the thing that is absent from all of the celebration is the humility. Mm. We're not a humble people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I am one to celebrate every level of success that one accomplishes, and every accomplishment, every area of favor that happens to one's life, especially when you have rightly earned it, you, in getting your degree, and getting an advancement in your employment, and getting, you know, whatever kind of increase that you do gain, that you've done and gotten justly. It is rightfully to be celebrated and is rightfully to be acknowledged. But the part that comes in at is is when it is done in a way that um, it's brought about where you will have compromised your integrity and your character together. Mm. And, you know... And, and that does not just happen overnight. It happens in the simple things, leading to why you and I had to have a conversation over the simple things, over what you did. Um, you know, you made a commitment to do something that you did not hold up to the end of your bargain. But as long as you got what you wanted, it was as it proceeded. You were satisfied in getting what you needed, but when it came down to you, coming up with your end of the bargain, it got an absence of amnesia, if you will. Right. You forgot. You say you forgot. But there was no way that you can forget because there was a full disclosed conversation on what the parameters of the, uh, what was expected of you, and then you did not even acknowledge that at all. Right. And so you left the person feeling that you did not care, that you did not honor them, Right. You got what you wanted because every time you've ever asked anything of this person, they've always come through for you. And then every time you had to come through on your end, you've never come through unless I have to come back and ask you, why didn't you come through? Or I have to come back and ask you, well, when are you going to do what you said you're going to do? When you were the one that initiated, I, and I need your assistance in this manner. So the fact that integrity says, I should not have to do that, especially when you're coming to me for a favor. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. So now when you're living, those are the small things that begin to creep up in our lives that we think it's it's okay. You know, we don't have to come back and communicate to the individual that I'm not going to now be able to fulfill my commitment that I made with you. But it's okay that you satisfied my need when I needed it in the time and you did me a favor or whatever the situation came about. I got mine, but I'm now not able to fulfill your obligation. Mm -hmm. So these are the small things that creep up in our lives that begin to chip away at our moral compass when we start to talk about having integrity and character. So if we don't deal with these things when they're small things, 
when they become trees in mountains, they're more difficult to cut down. Okay. I definitely understand that. Um, I, I know for me, well, not, not making an excuse, but, you know, I guess sometimes there's um, miscommunications on, on both sides and um, people thinking one thing, but they they mean another and things like that. But uh, for those thinking like, oh, did Ezra get it right? I, I did. <laughs> but um, but I definitely understand that. Um, I was actually looking at something on this website called uh, The Daily Positive, And there was they were saying like four signs um, of you lacking integrity. And there was like you're excessively selfish. You hide things. Your intentions do not match your results, and you make frequent compromises. So, uh, so it, I guess, when you lack integrity, you just, you you just have low morals, um, and it's like just everything is about you, um, and it shouldn't it be-, be. Again, it begins with these small situations that you encounter with people that begin to take seed and it begins to take root. Mm-hmm. So then when you begin to grow and interact with other people, have you ever watched when you can be in a group of people and then one person walks in the room and then you have, you know, 60% of people that say, oh, this guy, this girl, you're also with them. And then you have 60% that say, oh my God, they're just the greatest person in the world. And then you wonder why, why do 60% say that they're not? Because that 60% saw and they had an encounter with them that says they have no kind of character or integrity because they've had an encounter with them that caused people to view them in a different way. Right. And we have a great, um, in this society, since we're so image-driven, and since it's all about Jimmy, 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 yeah. it's like, okay, this 40%, because they're going to help me advance, I'm going to give them one face and one look. Mm. Because right now, I need something from them. Right. I need to get that resume. I need to get that credit. I need to get, you know, um, that, that, that advancement. I need them to, to, to write me a good, you know, favorable, whatever. And then that other 60% will say, y'all expendable because you really don't mean that much to me right now. And it's going to be okay. It's all good. Right. But yet, so that's the 60% that's holding you accountable on the carpet to give you a life check. Right. To say, you know, hey, this is wrong, this is right, and it's not acceptable that you did that to me. But right. because your 40% is cheering you on, that's all you want to hear. Right. So, and so you accept the 40% mm-hmm. because that's what you want to hear because you don't want to deal with the reality of your 60. Right. I definitely understand that. So do you feel as though having low integrity or or just well let me let me scratch that question do you feel like um people are like naturally losing um themselves like in being genuine and stuff like that since you know like like you said with the with the 60 40 you know it, it sounds like you know those who were who were um who were applauding the the person that walked in the room you know what i'm saying yeah yeah 
we are. We have lost our complete and total identity. Mm. Because media says, when you, you, you know, you have these basketball players. You know, I always talk about the Ratchet TV. <laughs> and when you, when these young kids are seeing that, you know, that they're, the justice system isn't working in the favor. Right. You know, everybody's getting off because everybody's getting paid over. You're buying up the judges, you're buying up the court system, you're buying this off, you're buying that off. So who, you got, you know, we got 45 in position. How long does it take to impeach? Right. So if the government is corrupt, where's the moral comfort? So who has, who says that we are living to what is right. The moral compass has been pushed so far back. Right. Is there any more? Mm. Does it exist anymore except for those that actually believe that it does exist so that we can teach it? But are we standing up right? Because now if we stand up for what it is, you know, everybody's offended by everything. Yeah. I've never thought that you would see a generation where everybody's offended by everything that comes out of your mouth, and now because you're offended, you, everybody wants to have a policy, everybody wants to have their right, everybody wants to have a right for a right for a right. Mm. Where's the moral compass? Right. Where's so, the checks? Right. So, like, how how could, or how should we go about, I guess, these because I feel like in society that uh, when we when we see somebody, you know, doing wrong or lacking integrity or lacking character, that I think we still have an obligation to make sure that or put try and get them on the straight and narrow or like give them a reality check. Because, I mean, you're holding them accountable, but you're also, you know, holding yourself accountable, too. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I do believe I do believe that there are many that still have that inward conscience of right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Because when you are sitting alone by yourself in your room, in your quiet time, your quiet space, whatever it may be, that's when the real you is you. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. And the real thought that you have is the real person that you are. So if you're sitting there and you're thinking, like, who am I? Those are the thoughts that you have. So you know that today you can walk back through your thoughts, walk back through your day and say, you know, how many people that you have offended. Or, you know what, I saw something that I, I should have stood up and said something. I don't care what the person's response could have been. Like, I got a phone call yesterday and... um Someone was sharing with me about another pastor about something. And I said, okay, well, what did you do? And they was like, no, I really said something. I said, okay. And I said, and that's it. You should have said something. For us, not, for those of us that know what is right and still not to say anything, right. we participate in the wrong. So we have to stop being so concerned about what people's responses are going to be right. and start still saying and standing up for what is right, regardless of what it's going to be perceived like or the response is going to be. Mm. That's a, that's... Because the Bible even says that the heart is deceitfully wicked. So if we're not getting the heart right, then how are we going to continue to do the right thing? If we're not gauging our heart to do the right thing, 
Mm-hmm. No, that's a good example. Um, because another example I've 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 heard um, was that you know certain people at a at an institution um, were or a, cer- a certain a individual at an institution um, were being you know um, allegedly had raped um, you know a few students on the campus. And my lord. And and due to, I guess, whoever that person was, it was just like, and I guess his his um, you know his, the background of people um that you know that are back the people that back him up or whatever, it was just like, sort of swept under the rug, and I keep hearing, or I keep hearing you know things about him or, you know, about this person, and it's just like, how are you, you know, a, a friend or, or a brother or something like that, a sister or whatever, and you're not even, you know, checking him? Exactly. So somewhere along the line, there's a payoff for everybody involved. Whether it's friendship, whether it's literally payoff, whether it is some kind of engagement within that dynamic and relationship that they felt that that was greater than standing up in their moral compass to say this is wrong. Mm. So they actually become as guilty as as the person that committed the assault. Right. Absolutely. Right. So, yeah. And I also think, you know, I mean, you said it with people's opinions and images and stuff like that. Like, we've we've just come to this place where if if you're not getting you know a certain you know certain opinions or from from people like is it doesn't matter but honestly their opinion does not matter truly truthfully because i mean they're they're not are they paying your tuition are they paying your bills why does right. it, why does it matter because they're they're more concerned about their likes on Instagram and social media than they are in human interaction. And it sucks. <laughs> it it truly sucks. It um, really does. So because these are people that will never ever meet you. Right. So it's like how so the reality of your life is that you need to figure out your life. <laughs> right. Right. Because that is a falsehood. Yeah, because... But this is, this is where we become. Yeah, because, I mean, we live a facade. Uh, when yeah, we're, and we're, so that the facade is a lie. So yeah. now you have created a false image of yourself yeah. to believe you are more high than you are. Right. And now, if someone actually met you in reality, they probably would not care for you as much because of the lack that you have in person. So the only persona that now that you have, that you have created is this online social media person, which is not real. So now again, as a person, you must assess who you are. Right. Right. So I I guess the next question would be since, since we, since we discussed and analyzed and gave examples to the problem, 
how do we better ourselves or build integrity for ourselves so, you know, we could, you know, have or, you know, have the correct moral qualities and, and things of that nature. Like, what, I believe where do we start? Everybody needs, I believe everybody needs someone to be accountable to. That's mm-hmm. number one. Um, mm-hmm. And someone who's going to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. Not what you want to hear. Okay, you know, you know me, I'm your mom, I'm your pastor, and I'm going to tell you the truth like a lump it. And I have been telling you for over a year that I see things in you that I just don't like. And I was coming from a generational family perspective and from a pastor perspective because I know how um, these things operate, if you will. And so I was, well, I don't see it. Well, I'm telling you. So now that this instance has happened, and this is not necessarily the first instance, but it's gotten, but it got to this degree, um, it had to be dealt with mm-hmm. because now I had to step up and say, I see you, and I see it. And I had to speak to it in a spiritual component to let it be known that you're not going to infiltrate you in that manner and you're not going to become an arrogant individual. Mm-hmm. Because though you as I think you're doing great, you may be. But in your greatness, fear of arrogance has become part of you. Mm. And that within itself can be your downfall and destruction because you will not see it coming. Mm. So to have someone in your life that can speak into your life to see error where it may lie is crucially important. Right. Also, someone who's going to tell you the truth in love. Right. And what we don't want to hear pretty much these days is truth. Because people find truth to be, oh, it's so negative. No, it's not negative. It's a perspective that you need to assess. You need to evaluate and rethink something. And then you need to, everybody needs a time out. Sit back. Because we can get so so caught up in our day, and we're doing this, and we're doing that, and we're this, and we're that, and we're everything to everybody, and we're hustling and bustling, and we're grinding, and we're doing this and that. Okay, but then where is your voice? Where is your mind at? Mm-hmm. You need a break and a time out because you're on overload. And then you can sit back and assess your moral compass. Mm-hmm. Did I do something? that really was against my core beliefs. Mm-hmm. Did I do something that I think really, I really don't really believe that, but I only believe it because my surrounding, my people that I'm around really convinced me that it's something I should believe in. But do I really believe in that? Mm-hmm. And if I'm the only one that don't, I'm okay with that. I was rereading the scriptures and I was rereading Genesis. And it's very, 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 very interesting when um, Adam and Eve in the garden, I was sharing, I have a pastor. And my pastor and I were talking about this this week. And we were talking about Adam and Eve. And I asked him and I said, well, let's let's talk about this. I said, because I, we were, you know, talking about integrity. And I said, you know, I have an issue with Adam. And he said, what? 
and I said, I have an issue that even in the Bible, the Bible says when Adam took of the fruit, God called out to him and said, Adam, where are you? I said, and at the time, Adam had the opportunity to say, God, I'm sorry to repent for what for breaking covenant with God. Mm -hmm. I said, but instead of taking the opportunity as a positive, he folded and he threw, if you will, Eve under the bus and said, this woman that you gave me, because I do believe, and this is just me now, but this is a theological <coughs> debate, had he done that, then we would not have been in the situation where we are now dealing with morality mm -hmm. had Adam not committed the sin he did because God had already given Adam dominion over all the world. So in that blink of a moment, and I was saying because I was doing a self-check on me, when we do things that we feel that could be out of our moral character, mm -hmm. we may only get a blink of a second to get it right again. Right. When we think of that, when that blink of a second comes in, we have to know that we have to do the right thing at that time because you may never get another chance to do it right. Right. So because my heart is set to always want to do the best and the right thing at every moment that I can because my desire is to please <coughs> God first. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I have to think of these things in everything that I do. So... I have to go to the scriptures to find out, well, what would God do? Or what would Jesus do? Or how would this scenario work in my life? And how am I supposed to, especially being a confessed born again believer, it's my responsibility to read the word of God and apply it to my life so that I can exemplify Christ in everything that I do. Right. So when I'm having my human moment, I need to know how to balance my human moments and my spiritual moments. So when I'm reading the scriptures, I say, well, Lord, you know, well, what does this mean? And so when that illumination came, I called my pastor. Mm -hmm. I said, well, what is your thought on this? And we had a full conversation. So in dealing in integrity, I can apply that same situation to this conversation. Wait, because quick question. When... Quick question. Huh? No, I'm uh -huh. saying quick question. So with Adam, Adam throwing Eve under the bus, was he basically just playing the victim? Yes, he was. And and not holding himself accountable. And not holding himself accountable. Okay. He played the blame game. Just making sure. And so what do we do when we get into situations that we don't want to confront? We're going to blame, we blame somebody everybody else. everybody else for our problems, situations, and circumstances. Right. That That's actually a whole nother episode. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> but it's her song. Right. Because that's, man, listen. <laughs> but... So now you understand where it comes from. Right. Makes That's the root. It's all in the Bible. That's, that is true. So it's your human nature also dealing with your soul. Mm -hmm. And you have to find out which one, either one you follow. Mm -hmm. But there's still a line that has to be drawn. What is your moral compass? Where's your integrity taking you? 
what is it that you're willing to compromise? If you're willing to compromise your integrity, you know there's a high price to pay for it. Right. You can give up everything. You can trample over people. You can climb that ladder all you want. But the same people that you walked over to get there are the same ones you may meet coming down. And they may not be as gracious to you as, you know, coming down. Right. I understand that a whole lot. And so that's why I check you when I see it. And, you know, people think I don't. But you can say it. You can tell it yourself. You know? Yeah. Because that's my responsibility as a parent. Right. I want you to succeed. I want you to grow. I want you to do well. Absolutely. Unequivocally. But in the midst of that is humility. Right. So in order, because I got a class in a few. Because <laughs> media law, right. <laughs> to. Hello? So I just admonish you, I just, you know, just admonish your listeners. Yeah. Let's, let's start dealing with our, our own um, self-check and our thought process on what we think and check our relationships that we have and how we deal with them, um, how we move forward with them, how we even, are there even relationships that's worth even saving? Right. You know, because sometimes we hold on to people just because, you know, if you don't like them, it's okay, but, you know, sever the ties. Yeah. Move on. That's, Some people can be just leeches in your life. That's very true. You know? That's very true. D define it and, and put it in its category. Put it in its proper place. Yeah. Everybody's not meant to be in your life forever. Some people come for a season. Some people come for a reason. Some people will last forever. Not all friendships are going to last for, for, forever. Not all brotherhoods are going to be, you know, is going to be, it's only going to be for a while. Right. You know, you're in college for four years. After that, you may not never see each other again. Right. Enjoy the moment while you can, but while you're doing it, know why you're doing it. Right. So in order understand the purpose. Mm -hmm. So in order for in order for us to have humility and 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 have better moral qualities, it all starts with one having that moment of self reflection, looking at yourself in the mirror. Mm -hmm. Understanding, you know, or, you know, throughout the day, like you said, just seeing like, did I do something that made someone upset or was it something that I did that actually didn't, you know, true internally, like it didn't sit with me well. Mm -hmm. And two, um, having somebody, I guess, on your no, actually. Let's, that'll be the third one. But number two, just holding yourself accountable for for all your actions and and things of that nature. Absolutely. Understanding, you know that, you know whatever you do, you know, good or bad, there is a price to it. And own it and move on. Right. And then three, having someone else, you know, check on check on your behalf and and you check on up and on someone else's behalf because you know absolutely sometimes you don't even tell yourself the truth but if you find that person that does tell you the truth then you know that's 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 the the home skillet right there that's right mm. so, that's a real friend yeah that's that's a real that's a real friend that's a real parent that's a real companion 
um, you know, yes. whatever. So, so mom, as we close this, what what are your final things or closing? Statement? I love you all, and I want you to do better. <laughs> well, thanks. At least somebody loves us besides God. Absolutely. Right. Well, thank you so much, mom. You're welcome. Love you. Love you, too. So, guys, hold yourselves accountable. Raise your moral quality so you can be a better person. Because nobody is going to give you a referral, you know, try and help hook you up with a job after you did them dirty and they were, you know, in the trenches with you, quote, unquote. So, like... Like me and her said, you know, we want y'all to do better and we hope that you have a great day. All right. See you soon.